Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into Toxic Positivity by Whitney Goodman, a licensed psychotherapist and the mind behind the popular Instagram account at Sit With Wit. Published in 2022, this book serves as a critical examination of the positivity culture that permeates Western society. Goodman exposes the harmful effects of toxic positivity on individuals and communities, challenging the notion that maintaining a positive outlook is beneficial in all circumstances. Through insightful analysis, she provides practical advice for recognizing, confronting, and moving beyond the constraints of toxic positivity. Whether you're seeking genuine happiness, looking to better support loved ones through tough times, or simply tired of being told to just think positive, Toxic Positivity offers a refreshing perspective. Join us as we explore Whitney Goodman's debut book, a must-read for anyone eager to navigate the complex terrain of emotions with authenticity and compassion. Toxic Positivity, Keeping It Real in a World Obsessed with Being Happy. Introduction. Unlock the paradox of positivity. Embrace real emotions. Reject false sunshine. Think positive. A mantra so deeply ingrained in the culture that its true impact often goes unnoticed. Ironically, this relentless pursuit of positivity in the United States has evolved into a double-edged sword, slicing away at genuine emotional well-being and presenting us with an uncomfortable truth. The quest for ceaseless optimism is feeding into a cycle of dissatisfaction and emotional turmoil. This narrative unfolds the reality behind toxic positivity, shedding light on a phenomenon that, while well-intentioned, undermines the complexity of human emotions and contributes to broader societal issues. Through this exploration, listeners will be equipped with tools not only to recognize toxic positivity, but also to engage in more authentic and supportive interactions fostering a community where genuine emotions are acknowledged and validated. As we traverse this journey, we'll uncover the unexpected origins of the positive thinking movement in the United States, revealing how what started as a benign encouragement has somewhat spiraled into an oppressive expectation. The discussion will then pivot to understanding how toxic positivity acts as both a mirror and a magnifier of societal disparities subtly reinforcing inequality under the guise of goodwill. But fear not. This narrative doesn't leave you adrift in the sea of forced smiles and unacknowledged pain. Instead, it offers a lifeline, presenting actionable guidance on navigating conversations and situations with sensitivity and authenticity. Learning what to say and do when someone is navigating through their struggles can transform our interactions from hollow exchanges to meaningful connections. Embark on this enlightening exploration to dismantle the facade of toxic positivity. Through embracing the full spectrum of human emotions and rejecting the false allure of perpetual sunshine, we pave the way for a more authentic, supportive, and fulfilled existence. Part 1. The Delicate Balance. When Positivity Crosses into Toxicity. Picture the scene. You're in the throes of a crisis, having just received the news that you're now unemployed. Your emotions are a whirlwind of fear, frustration, and uncertainty. Naturally, you turn to a friend for some solace and understanding, 
hoping for a shoulder to lean on or perhaps some wise words to guide you through the storm. You outline the situation, I've lost my job, anticipating empathy. Yet, the response you receive is, well, it could be worse. Plus, now you've got plenty of time on your hands. Think of this as an opportunity to grow. Does this make you feel any better? Chances are it doesn't. What you've just encountered is an archetype of toxic positivity, a well-meaning but ultimately dismissive attempt to silver-line a cloud that, in the moment, feels undeniably stormy. These interactions, though common, can leave one feeling even more isolated and invalidated than before, underlining the complex nature of toxic positivity. This phenomenon carries the label toxic for a reason, as it can often exacerbate feelings of distress rather than alleviate them. Whitney Goodman, a licensed marriage and family therapist, is spearheading the conversation against this very form of toxic positivity. Through her personal experiences and professional encounters, Goodman realized the futility and harm in advocating for perpetual happiness and positivity. Her quest for authenticity in emotional expression led her to question the true value and impact of unwavering positivity. Goodman's inquiry echoes a sentiment long recognized by various thought leaders and researchers, including bell hooks and Barbara Ehrenreich. This critical perspective on the relentless chase for happiness and positivity highlights its detrimental effects, especially on those in vulnerable positions or marginalized communities. The skepticism surrounding toxic positivity is not a contemporary development. William James, an American psychologist from the 19th century, was among the first to voice concerns over this issue. By examining the roots and ramifications of toxic positivity, Goodman joins a long-standing tradition of questioning the blanket application of positive thinking. This narrative urges a reconsideration of how we engage with and respond to each other's emotional states. It's a call to recognize situations where an insistence on looking at the bright side might not just be unhelpful, but could also be outright harmful. In navigating the complexities of human emotion, perhaps it's time we allowed for authenticity in our emotional exchanges, acknowledging that sometimes simply being present and accepting the reality of the moment can be the most powerful support we offer. Part two, navigating the maze of emotional support beyond good vibes only. The concept of positivity transforming into something toxic is often met with disbelief or even outrage. Whitney Goodman's critiques of the pervasive, good vibes-only culture frequently stir up a storm of incredulity and denial across her social media platforms. It seems paradoxical. How could encouragement and positivity ever be considered harmful? You might be wrestling with this puzzle yourself, a perfectly normal response in our positivity-preoccupied society. It's crucial to clarify from the outset that positivity, in its essence, isn't the villain here. In fact, it can be a powerful force for good. But, as Goodman astutely points out, there's a fine line where positivity, even with the purest intentions, can morph into a toxic force, particularly when it disregards the authentic emotional experiences of individuals facing adversity. Take, for instance, the well-meant but ultimately dismissive comments made to someone who just lost their job. The intention behind trying to find a silver lining is understandable, but intention doesn't always translate into positive impact, especially in situations of genuine distress or crisis. 
when faced with life's gravest trials such as heartbreak, illness or death, how we respond to the afflicted carries significant weight. Common consolations like, try to be grateful for what you have, or everything happens for a reason, are often wielded with a desire to comfort. However, through the experience of Goodman's clients, the Fernandez family, we see the stark inadequacy of such phrases. The sudden, tragic loss of their son laid bare the hollow nature of platitudes. Congregation members at their local temple offered words meant to console, that his death was part of God's plan, or that he was in a better place. Far from being comforting, these statements left the family feeling alienated and misunderstood in their grief. It's in these moments where life's harsh realities impinge that the notion of conventional positivity falls short. Platitudes offer no solace to a woman battling infertility, to a person grappling with a chronic illness, or to someone mourning the end of a marriage. Suggesting that everything happens for a reason in these contexts is not only unhelpful, it can be deeply hurtful. Given the complexity of human emotions, how then should we respond when someone shares their struggles with us? There is no magic formula, but Goodman suggests a starting point grounded in empathy and authenticity. Active listening, acknowledging the pain, and expressing genuine sorrow for their situation can be profoundly impactful. Offering practical help and frequent check-ins show a readiness to support without imposing an obligation to look on the bright side. Statements like, that sounds incredibly tough, or I can't imagine what you're going through, but I'm here for you, can offer the comfort and connection that platitudes fail to deliver. This approach was precisely what the Fernandez family, and indeed anyone navigating the depths of personal crisis, yearns for. Authentic support devoid of forced optimism. Breaking through the good vibes only barrier to offer heartfelt, understanding support is not just preferable, it's necessary for genuine healing and connection. This narrative shifts us from a culture of minimization to one of meaningful engagement with the full spectrum of human emotion. Part 3. The Origins and Impact of Toxic Positivity in American Culture Delving into the concept of toxic positivity further, it becomes crucial to understand its roots. Why do we, especially in the United States, hold fast to the mantra of staying positive, even in the face of adversity? The answer lies deep within the cultural fabric of American society, where positivity is not merely encouraged, but celebrated as a virtue. From an early age, Americans are indoctrinated into a culture that idolizes positivity. Success stories are often framed around individuals overcoming struggles with a smile, perpetuating the belief that challenges are merely stepping stones to greater happiness. This narrative infiltrates every aspect of life, from the expectation to find undying joy in one's job to the celebration of positivity even in dire circumstances. The differentiation between positive and negative individuals starts astonishingly early, branding even infants with labels based on their demeanor. This early classification sets the stage for a lifetime of avoiding negativity as if it were a plague. The societal shift towards embracing relentless optimism isn't just a modern phenomenon. Its roots can be traced back to fundamental beliefs and shifts in societal attitudes over centuries. 
Historically, humans have not been wired for unwavering positivity. Evolution has conditioned us to be vigilant and sometimes pessimistic. With our brains designed to constantly scout for potential dangers to ensure survival. The pivot to positivity as a cultural norm, therefore, is not a natural evolution but a culturally instilled practice, tracing back to the settlers in the New World who were steeped in the grim, work driven Calvinist ethos. The desire for a more hopeful outlook was palpable. Enter Phineas Quimby, a figure whose beliefs laid the foundation for the New Thought movement. Quimby, a mesmerist and mentalist, posited that positive thinking could be the antidote to physical illness, a stark departure from the Calvinist doom and gloom. This idea of gaining control over one's fate through positive thoughts quickly gained traction, marking a significant cultural shift. As the years progressed, the New Thought movement's influence permeated deeper into American society, reaching the realms of medicine, psychology, and even the formula for success preached in self-help classics like Think and Grow Rich. The belief in the power of positivity transformed from a novel concept into a cornerstone of American ideology, leading to the multi-billion dollar positive thinking industry we witness today. However, as Whitney Goodman points out, this pervasive culture of toxic positivity, rather than ushering in an era of happiness, has contributed to widespread dissatisfaction and misery. The insistence on seeing the silver lining in every situation has led to an environment where genuine emotional expression is stifled and individuals are burdened with the expectation to maintain a facade of happiness, irrespective of their true feelings. Understanding the deep-seated origins and impacts of toxic positivity is essential in recognizing the need for a cultural shift towards embracing authentic emotional experiences. By acknowledging the complex tapestry of human emotions beyond the compulsory cheer, we can foster a more inclusive and empathetic society. Part four, finding balance, the impact of forced positivity on happiness. In a society where the mantra pursue happiness is almost a national ethos, Americans are unparalleled in their investment of time, energy, and resources towards achieving joy. Yet, despite such vigorous efforts, the scales of happiness haven't budged since 1972, according to the General Social Survey. This relentless pursuit, it turns out, may be doing more harm than good, leading to a paradox where striving for positivity contributes to dissatisfaction and emotional fatigue. Living under the weight of toxic positivity, individuals feel pressured to suppress natural emotional responses to life's challenges, constantly seeking the silver lining. Whitney Goodman encounters many clients battling this internal conflict, including a woman named Tori. Despite her rigorous adherence to self-help rituals aimed at cultivating happiness, Tori finds herself ensnared in feelings of sadness, stress, and ultimately, guilt over her perceived failure to achieve constant positivity. This cycle of emotional suppression and self-blame, what Goodman terms a shame spiral, exemplifies the toll that forced positivity can exact on well-being. The mantra to stay positive often leads to the dangerous practice of emotional repression, which research indicates can exacerbate stress and negatively impact mental and physical health. Embracing the full spectrum of emotions, including sadness, emerges not as a sign of weakness but a healthier alternative to forced optimism. 
So how can we constructively support those experiencing negative emotions? Goodman proposes a holistic approach rooted in curiosity, understanding, validation, and empathy. Active listening and genuine engagement signal to the person sharing their struggles that they are seen and heard. By asking open-ended questions and maintaining attentive nonverbal communication, we convey our interest and concern. Through striving to comprehend the origins of their feelings, we move closer to validating their experiences, not by agreeing per se, but by recognizing their realities. This process paves the way for empathy, allowing us to connect more deeply with the individual's emotional state and affirming their feelings without resorting to dismissive positivity. Breaking away from the confines of toxic positivity involves re-evaluating our approach to emotional support, shifting from minimizing hardships to fostering a space where all emotions are acknowledged and respected. This paradigm champions active engagement and emotional authenticity as the true pillars of support, offering a sustainable path to genuine connection and well-being. Part 5. Embrace Authenticity. Navigating Personal Struggles Beyond Toxic Positivity As we delve deeper into the realm beyond toxic positivity, a pressing question emerges. What about when the person struggling is me? Understanding how to support others without falling into the trap of toxic positivity is one thing, but applying these principles to our own personal battles presents a unique challenge. The reality is, life is inevitably peppered with negative emotions. It's an inescapable aspect of being human. Efforts to avoid or suppress these emotions have already been exposed as not only futile but detrimental. The healthier, more sustainable approach? Fully experiencing these emotions. The concept of feeling your feelings might seem straightforward, yet when faced with the task, many find it daunting. What does it truly entail? Whitney Goodman offers a poignant insight allowing emotions to naturally evolve, to emerge, peak, and ebb. This process requires acknowledgement and embracing of the emotion in its entirety, facilitating a necessary release and processing on both a psychological and physiological level. When confronted with a challenging emotion, the inclination to flee can be strong. However, the path to processing these feelings involves pausing to recognize and name the emotion at hand. Is it fear? Sadness? By identifying it, we confront our feelings head-on, making them easier to navigate. Goodman proposes various methods to experience these emotions within our bodies, from deep breaths and shedding tears, to channeling feelings into creative outlets or physical activity. The key is to permit these emotions to reach their natural conclusion, an ability that can be honed over time. Another transformative tool at our disposal is radical acceptance. This practice, touted as the counter to toxic positivity, urges us to confront reality head-on, acknowledging our current circumstances without the intent to immediately alter them. Though it might not always align with our desires, accepting what we cannot change opens the door to genuine peace and resilience. So, does this journey towards authenticity guarantee happiness? While the pursuit of happiness might have been the initial driving force, the essence of Goodman's guidance suggests a diversion towards a more attainable and perhaps more rewarding destination, living a life guided by personal values. Shifting the focus from a relentless chase after happiness 
to aligning one's life with deeply held values offers an alternative path. It prompts an introspection into what truly matters to us, providing a framework to navigate life's twists and turns sands the hollow echo of forced optimism. This value-driven approach eschews the one-size-fits-all narrative for a more personalized, fulfilling existence, grounded in the things that genuinely matter to each individual. Part 6. Beyond Smiles. The Role of Toxic Positivity in Upholding Systemic Inequity. The deleterious impact of toxic positivity stretches far beyond the confines of individual well-being, weaving its threads deeply into societal fabric. Whitney Goodman's exploration into this phenomenon reveals its role as not only a personal aggravation, but also a complicit element in perpetuating discrimination and inequality in the United States. Understanding the intersection of toxic positivity with societal structures requires unwrapping layers of cultural expectations and norms, especially as they relate to marginalized communities. At first glance, the connection may seem tenuous, but a closer examination paints a vivid picture of its implications. Consider, for example, the lived experiences of racial minorities. The demand placed upon people of color to navigate their lives without exhibiting anger, negativity, or abrasiveness is a palpable manifestation of toxic positivity. Even seemingly positive labels, such as the stereotype of the strong black woman, warrant scrutiny. These labels not only pigeonhole individuals into narrow roles, but also beg the question, why is such resilience a necessity in the first place? What underlying societal failures make this strength a prerequisite for survival? The complexities of toxic positivity also surface in conversations surrounding immigration. Immigrants often find themselves cornered by expectations of perpetual gratitude, their right to voice discontent curtailed by dismissive retorts of, go back to where you came from. Such dynamics illustrate how positivity is weaponized to maintain silence and complacency, thereby upholding the status quo. In truth, the enforced narrative of positivity serves to mute legitimate grievances, effectively silencing those who dare to question or challenge oppressive systems. This culture of enforced happiness not only marginalizes the experiences and struggles of specific groups, but also impedes collective progress. The implications extend beyond race and immigration, touching on various facets of identity and societal expectation. Women pressured to seamlessly balance professional success with familial responsibilities, LGBTQIA individuals expected to navigate their identity journeys without conflict, and the overarching demand for unconditional body positivity are but a few examples where toxic positivity masks deeper issues of unfair expectations and inequality. To dismantle the structures that benefit from silencing dissent and discomfort, a radical shift is required. Instead of prescribing positivity and gratitude as panaceas, there's a pressing need for genuine engagement with the complexities of human emotion and societal injustice. By acknowledging and validating the full spectrum of experiences, including those that are messy, painful, and raw, society can begin the essential work of challenging and changing oppressive systems. In essence, the departure from the tyranny of toxic positivity 
toward a culture that honors authenticity, acknowledges struggle, and embraces change is not just desirable but necessary for genuine societal progress. By listening deeply and responding with empathy rather than platitudes, we pave the way for a more inclusive and equitable world. Final Summary The essence captured throughout these discussions is the revelation of a pervasive cultural narrative, one that extols the virtues of perpetual positivity, often at a significant cost. The relentless injunction to maintain a facade of happiness, to think positive, harbors darker consequences, including deep-seated guilt and emotional dissonance. This narrative of toxic positivity doesn't merely impact individuals on a personal level, but extends its reach into wider societal structures, particularly affecting marginalized groups. It serves to entrench existing inequalities by dismissing genuine grievances and silencing voices clamoring for change. The solution, however, isn't found in diving further into this culture of compulsory cheerfulness. Rather, it requires a collective shift in perception. Acknowledging that life's tapestry includes a wide array of emotions, with negativity serving its vital role in the human experience. By moving away from imposing an unattainable standard of constant positivity, we pave the way for genuine emotional freedom and the dismantling of societal barriers. In summary, the pursuit of unbridled positivity, while well-meaning, ultimately fosters an environment of emotional suppression and societal stagnation. The path forward lies in embracing the full spectrum of human emotion, fostering an environment where authenticity is championed over forced optimism. In doing so, we not only liberate individuals from the shackles of guilt and repression, but also challenge the systemic structures that derive strength from silencing diversity of thought and feeling. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.